Hello, and welcome to Consider the Wildflowers podcast. I am so thankful to the Lord, dear sister, that you are here in this moment for such a time as this. I'm really excited to share the passion and the burden that God has laid on my heart to consider the wildflower just like yourself. If you've been searching for a safe place to find edification, equipping, hope, encouragement, and yes, sometimes maybe a little bit of a scene of conviction, then this is that safe place and I am your friend. I'm really excited to take you on this journey of discovering the purpose and the calling that God has on your life as a daughter of God. And sometimes that means you're sitting among the wildflowers and you're looking around and you don't feel qualified, you're in good company. In this podcast, we're searching the scriptures to find who God is and who he says we are as daughters of God. So come along. I'm excited and I'm glad you're here. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Consider the Wildflowers podcast. I'm so happy that you have decided to join me back on here today. Um, I was on Amazon last night and I ordered a podcast microphone. So I am over the moon about that. No more sitting here trying to get the phone at the right angle so I don't sound muffled and crazy. (laughs) And hopefully it will kind of drown out the sound of the P's and the S's and things like that. Again, not a big deal. Real person here. But I just wanted to kind of, you know, if I can improve the sound quality for you guys, then that's what I'm going to do. So anyway, I'm excited about that. You'll be the first to know when it comes in. Um, Okay, so let's jump into it. So this series I'm going to start. I really feel like the Lord has put this on my heart. Now, this has been a passion of mine for years as a Christian woman. Um, But more so here in the last couple of years, I really feel like the Lord has convicted me and spoken to me quite a bit in my personal walk. And then he's given me a passion for like, you know, younger girls and teenagers, young adults and older women, of course, you know, um, in their 30s. I'm 30, so around my age. But mostly it is you know, it's anybody who struggles in this department, absolutely. But just a, just a passion to um, love on younger girls and teenagers and young adults who struggle in this area because that's really where, you know, they're, they're targeted. So this series is going to be called Made in the Image of God series. Part one, my body is good. So we're going to be talking about body image. We're going to be talking about um, you know, being made in the image of God. This week is going to be my body is good. So we'll kind of touch on each topics as we go. And not just so much in like the physical aspect of our bodies, although we are going to be touching on that pretty heavily today, um, just to kind of start a foundation, but just kind of in different areas of our body as one being, you know, like our our mind, our emotions, our spiritual, our soul, our physical. It really does matter. We are one being. And, you know, we are a spirit. We are, we have a body, you know, that kind of a thing. So obviously the spirit is much more important and the soul is much more important than the physical body, but we're still called to take care of our physical bodies and to honor them. So I really wanted to um, talk about that today. And honestly, in the next coming weeks, this is going to be a multiple part series. So I hope that you can hang on with me because it's going to be really good. It's just going to be a lot. And honestly, there's going to be some points where you're feeling convicted and you're feeling 
oh man, I didn't know that was in there. (laughs) You know, like when the Lord was taking me through all of this, I was like, oh my, I did not know I had such ill feelings about myself or man, I didn't know that this mattered so much to me or this didn't matter enough to me or, you know, whatever. So I'm praying that it's encouraging. I was praying over this really heavily this week and this morning coming into it, I just asked Holy Spirit to be my, just to, I would be his mouthpiece that he would just fill my words and fill my mind with words of encouragement and wisdom and direction and conviction and love and just that compassion, you know, and kind of giving you some backstory before I come into this. I wasn't planning on doing this, but again, when you pray for the Holy Spirit to take over, hello, he's going to do so. (laughs) So just a personal testimony of mine. I grew up not being fully aware that I look different than the other girls. You know, like I'm five foot eight, although that's not very tall, but you know, like my class, I was the tallest one. I'm naturally just kind of like, I have broader shoulders, you know, I'm naturally just a bigger woman and that's okay. Like my hands, I wear a size 10, um, shoe, my hands are a little bigger and I just have like a bigger features, you know, like I just, I just hated my nose, you know, I'm just built a certain way that I grew up thinking was not beautiful. And I had a lot of, I had a lot of, um, voices from the culture and voices around me that, you know, really just drove that point home in me, (laughs) really confirmed that the way I felt about myself was totally true. The enemy started planting seeds when I was in grade school. And I just remember going, walking through middle school was just awful. You know, high school, I had no self-respect. I had no self-esteem, you know, and being a little girl at 10 years old, looking in the mirror and like thinking and saying, I hate myself. I hate my body. You know, that that's really sad. And that's what I don't want these little girls around me or their aunts, their mamas, their sisters. I don't want them feeling that way. And the Lord has given me such a passion to minister to younger girls and, like I said, teenagers and young adults and even women my age or even older if it's something that you struggle with, you know, to remember what the Lord speaks over you and what he says about you. And yes, we're called to eat healthy. We're called to exercise. We are called to take care of our bodies, which we're going to we're gonna touch more on the temple of the Holy Spirit next week. Um, but we are a temple of the Holy Spirit and we are called to take care of ourselves. But in the meantime, we need to learn that, you know, the enemy is going to lie to us and he's going to speak vicious, deceitful, poisonous things and plant thoughts in our minds that will cause hate toward ourselves, starting with our body. Hello, culture. I'm looking at you, you know, and just over the years, what people think is beautiful physically has changed So we can't even rely on the culture. So then we look over here and that's going to change. And so we look over here and that's going to change. The only voice, the only truth there is, is what God says about us. And that's what we're going to learn here today. This is a foundation that we're going to make today because this is obviously all that matters, right? What the Lord says about us, what the Bible says God thinks of us and his love for us. And he did not not die for us because, you know, oh, I'm not going to die for her because she's a little chubby. That's not even like, he doesn't even, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> like, you know, so I don't like, I feel silly even saying that. So 
It's just not what God thinks of us. And so I really wanted to crush some lies, send you some encouragement, and build a foundation on our series. So let's go ahead and jump into this today. And if you have any questions, feel free to email me. You can follow me on Facebook at Consider the Wildflowers. Instagram is Consider the Wildflowers Podcast. Um, you may email me again at consider the wildflowers 2024 at gmail.com, I believe is what it is, or you can just message me on Facebook or leave a comment here. But make sure that you like and share with a friend because not for my glory and my likes. I couldn't care if two people listen to this. If two people needed to hear this podcast and are changed by it, great. I have fully succeeded in what the Lord has asked me to do. I don't need a hundred thousand likes. I'm not trying to be an influencer. I'm not trying to be famous. I could not care less. Like I'm seriously like, I don't care. So I just want you to like and share, follow along because I want the truth of God to transform your mind and your life as well as your friends and your family members. I really think this is very important to get this word out amongst women because I know how the enemy feels about women. It's not great. And so women are attacked mightily. So are men in their own way. But I feel like this is a very fiery dart. I even kind of, I mean, I won't go into all the background of working up to this, but it's been, it's definitely It's definitely a truth that women need to hear. And there's a real enemy who does not want women to hear the truth. Let's just say that. (laughs) All right. So I don't want to get into all of it because it's already almost nine minutes long and I got to get moving in this. So um, if you want to talk, I can share more about what's been going on and I can share more about personal testimony. I just don't have time to do it today, but I'm more than happy to... um, share a personal testimony podcast, or if you want to just reach out and chat with me, I would love that. So please do so. Um, and then if you are on Apple podcast, I don't know how Spotify does it, but if you're on Apple podcast, if you wouldn't mind like leaving a rating because that does help other women find the podcast. So I don't know. I just, that's what I hear other podcasters say. So (laughs) that's what I'm going to, I'm pretty sure that's true though. So if you wouldn't mind. All right. So Made in the Image of God series, part one, my body is good. So I'm starting off with the scripture. Genesis 1, 27 says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. Catch the male and female here. And then skipping down to verse 31, it says that God saw everything that he had made and indeed it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. So the scripture right there says that what the, everything God created, he said it was good. If you go through Genesis, which I recommend doing, and just reading step by step all of creation, he says it was good. It is very good. He just does not create things that are bad. You know, he doesn't create junk. So I have some questions I would like us to ponder today. The first one being, what do you think God thinks about your body? I'd like you to write it down because sometimes we think one thing, but when we're actually sitting there answering this question, we write it down. It can be pretty surprising what we write down. So what do you think God thinks about your body right now in this moment, in this current place, how you're sitting 
how you're standing, what you're wearing, just sitting there. What do you think God thinks about your body? And I want you to be honest. What do you perceive is God's stance and opinion of you as a human being in this very moment? Write it down. What do you think about that? If you had a conversation with God about your body, what do you think he would say about it? If he was sitting in front of you and you guys were sipping on some tea or whatever you do and you ask the Lord, hey Lord, what do you think about my body? What do you think he would say to you? What do you think that he would tell you? If you had that conversation with the Lord, I can almost guarantee you, I can guarantee you, he'd go right back to his word and say, your body is good because I made you in my image. Next question is, do you believe God would create something if he didn't believe it was good and beautiful? I do not personally. I don't think God would waste his time and I don't think that he has it in him. I don't think he even has the capacity to create something that is not good because he is good. He's a good father. He is goodness. He's beauty. He's majesty. He's power. He's truth. He's beautiful. And he's not going to create something that's not beautiful. I don't, he can't do it. <laughs> like It's just, he can't do it. So God's opinion is not man's opinion. God's opinion is truth always. So we really need to be careful about what we're listening to. If you're following all these social media accounts that have all this like weight loss and how your body should be, A, if there's anybody in your Instagram or Facebook feed who does not fully dress all the time, you need to unfollow them. Like I'm going to call it out. It is not okay with me that there are women running around here in a bra and shorty short booty shorts like I can look at you and I can visualize you naked right now it's it's inappropriate and as women of God we should not be following content like that I'm all about physical fitness I love it I I share progress photos I think it's beautiful like go for it if that encourages you if that keeps you motivated if it encourages and motivates other women I am here for it but you know what? Like it is very, it's immodest. It's indecent. It's, I don't, it does not glorify God. It does not. So right off the bat, if you're following accounts where women are half naked in their fitness, you need to quit. You need to unfollow them. I mean, that's between you and the Lord, but I'm just saying it's not honoring. And if there are women in your Facebook feed who are causing you to feel that you're not good enough for some reason, whatever that reason is, it doesn't matter. Unfollow. If you're following women who are pushing a certain diet or pushing a certain plan and are pushing like you're not good until you're here. If you're selling like weight loss stuff that you feel like, well, I really want to buy this because it's the only thing that's going to work for me, but I don't have the money. My husband isn't, you know, he's not, he doesn't have peace about it. Unfollow them. Whatever you need to do, unfriend them. I don't, you need to do it, sis. Like if these people are causing you, it's stressing you and they're causing you to mentally think about, well, like my body is yucky. Like I have this, but they don't have this. And I don't look like that in those clothes, but they do. You need to stop. (laughs) You need to unfollow them. You don't need to be looking at it. If you're watching TV shows, if you're watching movies, if those things are causing you to feel that your body is the opposite of what God says, which is good, you need to get it out of your life. What you look at, what you focus on, what you think about consumes your thoughts and gets in your spirit whether you think so or not, it does. 
And I mean, it's very important. What we take in through our eyes gets into our mind, which in turn gets into our spirits. Okay. It's really important what we watch, what we listen to, what we're consuming, you know, not even a body image, but in other things too. But you know, that's a different topic. So moving on, unfollow, unsubscribe, unfriend if you need to. It's just, you have to protect your peace and you have to be able to walk in a peace the Lord has called you to in your body and otherwise. Okay. So perhaps we believe our body is not good because we've been told it's not, whether by culture, another person, or simply just ourselves. We've just looked in the mirror and without knowing there's always going to be some influence, but without realizing it, we simply are the ones who are tearing us down. Maybe every, maybe we have this perfect body according to culture standards. You can't see me, but I'm air quoting right now. Excuse me. But we're looking in the mirror and we're finding things about ourselves. We're, we're, you know, picking at our nose and our, our breast size and our thighs and our, our butt's not bubble enough, you know, our belly's too chubby. Maybe we're looking at our hair and like, well, it's not that beautiful platinum blonde beach wave like all the girls have on social media. Or maybe it's like, man, like my jawline isn't that really nice shape. You know, I have a, I have an egg head. I have an egg shaped head, guys. (laughs) Like you don't hear me complaining about it. It's okay. The way God made us was incredibly intentional. There's nobody like you. You are unique, you are beautiful, and God made you good, okay? So the next point is, what makes us believe those words over the truth God speaks over us? So why? Why do we look at culture and social media and listen to other people? We listen to the enemy in our minds telling us lies over what God says about us. And he's the one who is truth. He's the one who is faithful. He's the one who made us. And yet we choose to go over here and we choose to look at this lie and accept it like it's truth. We accept it as truth when God's over here saying, well, that's not what I say, but like, okay, you know, I gave you the choice to choose. So if that's what you want to believe, you know, like he's sitting over there brokenhearted that we're looking in the mirror and we're convincing ourselves that we are disgusting and we're useless and we're nothing all because we're in a gene size that is not, you know, where we should be according to culture standards. You know what, baby, your jeans don't fit, toss them and get a bigger size. I just, you know, it's not... It's okay. It's okay to not be where you think you need to be. It's okay. It's okay. And it's okay to look to the Lord and say, Lord, I'm not happy with myself. I'm not happy with my weight. I need you to help me. I need you to help me eat healthy. I need you to help me exercise my body, Lord. I need you to get rid of the lies and replace them with your truth, which means you need to open your Bible And you need to get into the truth of what God says about you. Look up scriptures. I mean, I'm going to be quoting scriptures today. Write them down and memorize them. You need to get this word in your spirit. David said, I hide my word in my heart that I might not sin against you. It was important to him that he got God's word in his heart, that he hid it in his heart, 
So they got into his spirits and into his mind and he meditated on his word day and night so that he might not sin against the Lord. And it's really, really important that you renew your mind, Romans 12, 2, by the word of God so that you can be washed clean and you know what the word of God says. So when the enemy comes at you with the lies about how you're not good enough and you're disgusting and you're gross and you're fat and you're stupid and you're ugly, that you can say, no devil, that actually is what you are. (laughs) Actually, let's turn that around. That's what you are. But that is not who I am because that's not what God says I am. And his word is truth, no matter what. No matter my feelings, my feelings are not truth. No matter what I see, sometimes my perception is skewed based on what others have said, past circumstances and experiences, what the culture is saying. And you know what? It's not true. And I honestly, I unplug. I don't watch the news. I'm not following accounts on social media. I live under a rock some days. I'm like, oh man, I didn't even know that was going on. <laughs> like I I just, I choose not to because I'm protecting my peace. I'm protecting my mind. I don't need to know who in, you know, whatever celebrity is getting Botox. I don't, I don't care. I don't need to know. I don't follow celebrities. Cruise through my Instagram. There might be one or something. I don't even know, but I doubt it because I just follow home setting stuff and like, whatever. I'm a nerd. So I follow weird things, but I'm just saying like, you don't need to follow that stuff. You just need to renew your mind in the word of God and cut it off because it's toxic. I'm telling you right now, when I unfollowed all the fitness accounts, when I unfollowed all of the body positivity accounts, when I unfollowed everything except for the pure, simple things that were not, you know, geared toward weight loss or body image or blah, 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 blah. I, my mind was renewed. I felt peace. I was able to look at my social media without feeling stressed or without closing it down and feeling like I wasn't good enough or that I wasn't here or there or whatever the case may have been. Okay. Like whether you know it or not, it really does make a difference and it really does. It affects you. So I really wanted to touch on this next point pretty heavily. I really wanted to like in love, just kind of start in this next part. Okay. So when we fix it on our body, so drastically and obsessively, we worship our bodies instead of the one who created them. Okay. What we spend most or all of our time, resources, money on What takes up most of our thoughts and attention and what is always on our tongues is what we worship. That's a hard one because we don't realize it, but even when, you know, in regards to our body image, we can worship our body image. We can worship, we can worship what we look like or what we don't look like, if that makes sense. So Colossians 3 two through four says, set your mind on things above, not on things on earth. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is our life appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. So we must be careful to know that our body was made in the image of God to honor it, but to understand we mustn't idolize and worship it. Instead, we are to worship God with it. 
when we exercise, when we hold our babies, when we sweep the floors, when we eat, whatever we do, we worship the Lord with our bodies. When our mind is fixated on him, we should do all things to the glory of God. 1 Corinthians 10.31, which says, Therefore, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Okay? So idolizing our bodies doesn't just have to be loving them obsessively. We can very easily make hating our bodies or constantly obsessing over trying to fix them an idol. And that is really difficult to sit there and be like, oh my gosh, wow, I have been guilty of this. I have been so obsessed with fixing it and making it better and my fitness goals and my health goals that I completely lost worshiping the Lord with my body. I moved to worshiping my body or worshiping what was wrong with my body. And that is not at all God's heart for us. I mean, he desires for us to move our bodies. That's why our bodies can move, right? Like it feels good to move our bodies. There's an endorphin that's released when we exercise. And that was on purpose. He he wants us to move our bodies. He wants us to exercise. It's good for us. It keeps us limber. It keeps us healthy. It keeps all of our parts working so that we can fulfill the calling of God in our life, <clears throat> you know, and he wants us to eat healthy. The things that they're trying to feed us, don't even get me started on this. I'm crunchy, but the things that they're trying to feed us nowadays is not food. Okay. It's not food. If there are 117 ingredients, including dyes, you can't even pronounce those ingredients. You need to put it back. You just need to put it back. We were not created to eat this stuff. And it's no wonder our poor bodies are so sick. We are not made to process this stuff. We were not made to consume it. It's not real food. It's just, it's not real food. Stick to whole foods and ask the Lord to show you and you're going to be okay. But in the meantime, we were made to worship the Lord with our bodies in an honoring Christ-like way, sacrificing our bodies to the Lord, dying to our flesh, dying to ourself, but still believing and trusting the Lord that our body is good. Okay, so there is something I snagged from a really good book. If you want the name of it, let me know. Um, but it was really good, so it's not my own. But it's something that really encouraged me and I actually wrote it down. So I'd like you to write it out and say it whenever you're feeling discouraged or frustrated with you. Um, yourself, your body, height, weight, shape, foot size, whatever, you know, whatever that thing is, whatever you're feeling that day, if you're just kind of feeling overall discouraged where you're at in your health journey, or maybe you're trying to lose weight. I'm kind of at a point in my life where I'm like, okay, I got, I need to start going to the gym more and watching what I'm eating and being more conscientious of what I am feeling when I'm eating and what I'm thinking and just kind of getting back to, okay, you know, I personally do believe that I want to lose some weight because I don't feel like my best self. But in that, I'm I'm able to worship the Lord with my body and not worship my body because he's taught me how to do that. So I encourage you to write this down and, um, you know, pause, rewind if you need to and but get this down. I'll post it in the Facebook group as well. My body is good. God made it with intention and creativity. 
I believe he knew before the world began what I would look like. The first name that was given to my body by God was definitive, good. I believe he makes good things and I believe that he, I'm sorry, I believe that because he created my body, it is a good creation, okay? So I would like you to write that down, post it on your mirror, wherever you get ready, put it over your, I don't know, your sink when you're doing dishes, wherever you can see that, memorize it, meditate on that because it points right back to scripture and it is God's character and it is truth. Okay. So, um, last point before I get into some more scripture, it's a question I'd like you to reflect. I'd like you to ponder and seriously do so, okay? And if you'd like to reach out and let me know your thoughts and let me know, you know, your questions to these answers, if you'd like prayer or some encouragement or just somebody you can trust to talk about this stuff with, I am, I would love to. So the question is, where is your heart toward your body right now in this moment? Whatever comes to your mind, I'd like you to reflect on it. I'd like you to write it down. I want through this series to start somewhere and then see where we end. So whatever your heart towards your body is right now, in this moment, write it down. Sometimes it takes us visually seeing things to understand. Wow, I did not realize that I hated this part of my body or or I didn't realize this about myself you know, and I'm a visual person. Um, so when I can see things visually, it it really is, I mean, it's, it's game changing for me when I can see the visual, um, aspect or weight of things, which is why I write things down (laughs) because, you know, if I am just hearing something, I'm not auditory. I'm like words. I don't learn from words. So if I'm seeing something, I can picture it and visualize it. It just holds more weight for me. It holds more impact and it just makes more, it makes more sense to me. You know, it just kind of hits me deeper. So I'd like to introduce a memory verse weekly and I wanted to start with this one. So I'm going to be posting it in the Facebook group and I'm also, I'm sorry, the Facebook page. I'm also, I've created a group. I'm going to start inviting you ladies to um, and that's a private group. So you can ask to be, to join it and it'll be all women. So it's a safe place where we can ask questions and talk and just like confide in each other. So I'm going to be posting this memory scripture to the page and the group. So a lot of you are familiar with it. It's Psalm 139, but we're going to be doing verses 13 through 18, which says, for you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed. And in your book, they all were written the days fashioned for me when as yet there were none of them. How precious are your thoughts toward me, O God. How great is the sum of them. If I could count them, they would be more in number than the sands. When I awake, I am still with you. So I think that's really precious. And that really does speak about 
what the Lord thinks of us and how he intentionally wove us and created us and he knit us together in our mother's wombs. And he was intentional with us. He didn't just say, there you go, there's a little blob that might be cute someday and might do something for me. No, he intentionally, skillfully knew you from the foundation of the world and knows you at the end of the world. He knows you where you are. He knows you where you've been. And he knows you where you're going to be. He is your creator. He is the Lord who creates good things. And he knit you together in your mother's womb for a purpose for such a time as this. He is intentional and he creates good things. You are his good creation. Ephesians 10, I'm sorry, Ephesians 2 verse 10 says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So he knew you already. He knows the good works. He has them prepared for you. Walk with him, talk with him, get to know your creator and he'll show that to you. He'll show you. So I really um, love those scriptures and I encourage you to write them down because it's life-changing when you have scriptures that are going to speak to you and walk you through this process and you're memorizing them and they're getting in your spirit. So oftentimes shame is a culprit. We fall into a trap of shame when we choose to accept the devil's lies over what God speaks over us. Shame is a huge point in a woman's life. Look at Eve. She didn't even know she was naked. But the first feeling she had after finding out she was naked was shame. And we know that because she went and got leaves to cover herself. Nobody covers themselves unless they feel shame, right? <clears throat> you know, when you're sitting down and you don't want anyone to see your fat rolls and so you pull your shirt out. Yes, I'm looking at you. I know you do that too. <laughs> you know, like you you don't want anyone to see your body. So you're just like straightening up and you're pulling your shirt out and you're tucking in your chins. I don't know what you do, but you know, you have those things that you're covering up and that is shame. Let's call it by name because if it has a name, it has to bow. So... <clears throat> excuse me, I'm so sorry. I have a frog in my throat this morning. So, um, shame is a huge culprit in body image. I'm not talking about body positivity, like the social media is like, love your fat rolls and love your stretch marks. I don't sure. I mean, by all means love them, but <clears throat> the focus is not on who you are in the Lord and it's not on your body image being good in the Lord. Okay. So, we want to focus on our body image glorifying the Lord. And we don't want to feel shame because shame comes from the enemy, right? It is not God. So we are not going to entertain shame. We're not going to allow it here. We're not going to sit there and cover our fat rolls. We're not going to sit there and feel stupid about something that we said earlier that was just like, wow, why did I say that? Like That's shame, Okay. That's not from the Lord, and you don't need to entertain that any longer. So let's call it out. It's shame. The definition of shame is a painful feeling of humiliation or distress caused by the consciousness of wrong or foolish behavior. That's not God, guys. God will convict you in things that you need to change in your life. He will show you things. He will walk with you and say, hey, um, 
that's not good for you. (laughs) Or hey, you shouldn't feel that way toward a brother or you shouldn't feel that way toward a friend. What you said wasn't okay. There will be a conviction in love. Holy Spirit will come when you ask him to and he'll convict you of things in your life. That is so different than a feeling humiliation or distressed caused by the conscientiousness of wrong or foolish behavior. That's just not the Lord. I just, you know, shame is just something that I cannot, I can't stand shame. If you can't tell, people will be like, shame on you, shame on you. I am like, no, I will verbally say, don't put shame on me. I just, I don't like it. You know, don't allow anyone to put shame on you. Don't allow anyone to guilt you or shame you into doing anything. Learn what shame is. Write this definition out. I'm going to say it again. A painful feeling of humiliation or distress caused by the consciousness of wrong or foolish behavior. That is not okay. God does not do that. God doesn't put shame on you. Do not allow other people to put shame on you. Do not allow the enemy to put shame on you. And don't put shame on yourself, okay? Don't be hard on yourself. Give yourself grace. God is on up there with a baseball bat ready to like slug you out of the ballpark because you said something stupid, okay? <laughs> like I promise. If you, you sinned, I mean, that stinks, but hey, we all do it, right? Daily, I'm repenting. Daily, several times a day, I'm repenting for something. You repent, you ask for forgiveness, and your heart posture is, God, help me. I won't do it again. I repent. I'm walking away from that. Okay, the Bible says he cast it into the sea of unforgetfulness. Let's try it again. He cast it into the sea of forgetfulness. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm tongue twisted today, and I have a frog in my throat. Thank you for holding on. And he can't, you know, he, from the far as from the east to the west, and I just really, I don't, I don't entertain shame. I hate it. So last question before closing thoughts and prayer. How often do you feel shame over your body in some way? Be honest. Honesty is the first step to freedom. So how often is that? Whenever you catch yourself feeling shameful over your body or you have those thoughts or you're looking in the mirror and you have this feeling, I want you to write it down. I'm serious. If you're, I mean, if you're up for the challenge, let me know. You have a thought about yourself. Oop, that's a tally mark. Or oop, that's a feeling. I'm going to write down the instance and the date. Honestly, you'd be surprised by the end of the week, how many times you've either verbally said something about your body that wasn't good or loving or Christ-like or God-honoring, or you've had a thought about your body, or you've had this feeling of disgust towards your body. It's pretty amazing. If you do that and you tally it up or you add it up or whatever, and you sit down at the end of the week with your journal and you look at it, it's probably very, very alarming. And even making jokes at your own expense, that's not God honoring. That's not glorifying the Lord with your body. That's not loving God's creation. Every time we sit there and we pick apart our body and we say, man, I'm so fat or I hate my nose, or we make a joke at our expense, or 
We're tearing ourselves down, you guys. We're doing the devil's job for him. We're saying, here, no, give that to me. I'll do that. You go take a break. Go sip on some lemonade and take a break. That's We are literally taking the devil's job from him and doing it for him. And God's up there like, okay, <laughs> that's ridiculous. It's not. It's not okay. And you know what? We have little girls. We have daughters. We have little girls in our lives like nieces or best friends, little girls who are watching us, who are listening, who are thinking, oh, okay, if that's how I'm supposed to feel about my body, I better start now. I better start at seven years old. I better start at nine. I better start at 10. My gosh, you guys, it is really important that what we're speaking, what we're thinking, what we're feeling about our bodies and about what God created is 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 good. <laughs> we need to start saying my body is good. We need to start combating those thoughts, those feelings, those emotions, those negative words of hate and disgust and shame with God's word. God, I thank you that you made my body good. I thank you, Lord, that I'm not where I want to be, but I'm on a journey and you're taking me on that journey. And I thank you, God, that in the meantime, my body is still good. I thank you that you made my feet so big because, Lord, I do not trip at all. (laughs) They give me extra balance. Lord, I thank you for my wide hips because they're birthing my babies. I can hold a laundry basket on one and a baby on the other, and that's a blessing. Lord, I thank you that my hair is the color that you designed it to be, that you knit me together, that you created me to be. I thank you that my ears are so big and I can hear everything that goes on around me. <laughs> like find the goodness, guys. Find the the positivity in what the Lord speaks over you. Because life and death is in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit thereof is what the Bible says. So if you're speaking death, prepare to eat the fruit of death. If you're speaking life, prepare to eat the fruit of life. Do you want rotten fruit? Or do you want good whole fruit? It's your choice. It starts with the tongue. Read James 3. That's all he talks about is the tongue. It's very powerful. So even though you don't feel it in the moment, you need to start speaking it out otherwise, as the Lord would say over you, as the Lord would speak over you. Okay. I know this has been a bit of a longer podcast, so I'm done. I just wanted to give you some closing thoughts. Let's pray. And next week, make sure you turn in on Friday, tune in on Friday. Um, We're going to be talking about carrying the peace of God in our bodies as a temple of Holy Spirit. So that one is going to be a little bit less on our physical bodies and more so we're going to kind of start moving into the spiritual aspect of things, which is going to be really good. So I'm really excited about that. If you have questions, comments, concerns, please let me know. Leave a comment here. Um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts is great. Facebook page, again, it's Consider the Wildflowers. Instagram is Consider the Wildflowers Podcast. You can email me. You can message me. um, Be a part of the group. It's whatever you guys want to do. But I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to encourage you and pray with you. So please reach out. So let's go ahead and pray. Lord, I just thank you for the ladies listening to this podcast, God. I thank you that your word speaks truth over us in every season of our lives, no matter what. 
Lord, I just pray, God, that as these women seek you in a greater way, in a deeper way, Lord, that you would show them what you think about them, God. Show them your thoughts toward them, that they are good, they are to prosper us and not to harm us. God, to give us hope in the future, Father. I thank you, God, that you said in your word that their body is good. Not good according to the culture, not good according to body positivity standards, not good according to what they think or what their measure of themselves is, but good because, Lord, you do not create trash. You do not create ugly, gross, bad things. You create beauty. You create good things, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you're giving them a peace in their mind. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would just go into their hearts and their minds, into their homes, to God, that you would convict what needs to be convicted, but you would encourage and help and teach them, Father. If there's anything in their lives, Lord, they need to surrender to you in order to walk in a deeper way. God, I pray that you would show them this week, this weekend, and into this next week, Lord, I ask you to give them a peace and protection over their families. God, if they have daughters and little girls in their lives, Father, I pray you would protect their minds from the culture's lies and standards. Father God, I ask that you would teach them so that they could teach their younger generation that your truth, your word, your creation is good because God, you are a good, good God and your fruit is always good goodness. And I thank you and praise you in Jesus name. Amen. All right, ladies, that's it for today. I love you all very much. Go with God and I'll see you next Friday. Have a great week. Hello again. Thanks for listening to Consider the Wildflowers podcast. If you're interested in liking, subscribing, and following along, head over to Facebook and find me, Consider the Wildflowers, as well as Instagram, Consider the Wildflowers podcast. Make sure you invite your friends and share if you're feeling encouraged. And also tune in every Friday. I will be releasing new episodes then, as well as some other content coming your way. Have a great week. We'll connect soon.